What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Horror After Dark YouTube channel. If you're not already, make sure you hit that subscribe button, turn on the bell for post notifications. Me and Austin do not want you guys missing out on a single video in the future. If you guys are listening to us on Anchor, make sure you hit that follow button. But today, guys, we're going to be breaking down, talking, reviewing pros and cons for the new horror film, Halloween Kills. And, of course, spoiler warnings are ahead. So, three two, one. Y'all should have been out of here by now. Let's just begin the show. Austin, do you want to start off? Yes, I do. I'm going to start out with um, the ratings for this movie. Um, okay. There are three systems that gave it a, a rating. Internet Movie Database, Rotten Tomatoes, and Metacritic. Internet Movie Database gave it a 6.3 out of 10, which is a 63% or a D. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 38%, which is really low. Metacritic gave it a 42%. And it grossed $50 million opening weekend, despite it also launching on Peacock. You want to know what's funny about that to me, Austin? Hmm. I think the movie, has. you said it's already grossed $50 million. Yeah, it grossed $50 million opening weekend. I mean, that's funny because it's only been out for two days. I mean, that's a fuck ton of money for two days. And, I mean, it was also free to watch on Peacock, which that also probably gave them money for airing it on Peacock, of course. But, like, a 63, a 38, and what was the other rating? Metacritic gave it a 42%. I mean, come on now. that This movie was way better than that. Like, to me, like, we met a lot of returning uh, iconic characters. We met Tommy Doyle, Lindsay Wallace, Marion Chambers, and Lonnie Elam. I mean, we also got Charles Cyphers back as Bracket. We met Big John and Little John, which is a gay couple in the film. Sandra and Roger, which is the older couple with the bathroom scene. And Vanessa, which is the black girl that, spoiler warning right here, got killed by one of the most badass OG ways Michael's killed somebody. Literally kicking a car door to make her shoot herself. I mean, like, that was by far my favorite kill. But... I think the flashbacks here in this film, uh, going back to 1978, showing Michael getting captured, was by far my favorite part of the entire movie. I just want to know, what was your favorite part of the movie? Well, one of my questions was, which was the best flashback in the movie? So you beat me to the punch. Um, I'm going to say all the flashbacks were really good. It was just, it's really, really hard to pick one. Um, I mean, it flashed back to the 78 movie. It flashed back to the 2018 movie. It flashed back to those two movies. Now, remember, guys, this new movie, Halloween Kills, it skips all the sequels except for the original and the 2018 reboot. So it's really, really hard to pick a flashback that I liked from this. Man, I find it funny because after we went to the movie today, I went to Burger King and some guys like, yeah, man, I watched the first one. The second one, I watched H2O and then I watched 18 and then Kills because they're all in the same. And I'm like, my guy, let me stop you right here. It's just one, 18 and Kills and then going to be ends. Like you didn't have to do all the extra shit, but like I, I love your, or your, what would I call it? Amusement, admirement. Whatever, but, like, I just loved his, like, enthusiasm. That's what it is, not admirement. Uh, enthusiasm, I loved it. But, like, my favorite part of the movie is obviously the opening of it with the 1978 flashback being, like, 10, 15 minutes long. That was by far my favorite part. I agree. And also, I want to bring up that the kills in the film were some of the most over-the-top, 
brutal kills in this film. And they even said that this film was going to be the bloodiest Halloween out of all the Halloweens. And they did not hold back on that. I mean, we also have the most kills ever in a Halloween film. But there is one uh, returning iconic character that, like, I thought was badass, but also was a little goofy and whack, which would be Tommy Doyle, played by Anthony Michael Hull. I think his character was badass. Like, no no remarks, no comments on how badass he was. But, like, hearing the phrase out of his mouth, evil dies tonight, like, for the 20th time, I'm sitting there like, dude, just shut up. Like, we get it. Like, it was cool in the trailer, but, like, you know, you've said it like 40,000 times now. The fact that he got some innocent sanatorium, like, inmate that escaped killed in the hospital scene. Like, come on, man. You were, like, feeding the mob, or you were, like, fueling the fire on the mob and, like, with misleading information, getting people killed. You were repeating yourself 30,000 times. You were a little over the top, maybe because you were scared, but you were a badass. Who was your favorite returning character out of Tommy, Lindsay, Marion, or Lonnie? I'm going to say my favorite returning character was Tommy. reason I say Tommy is because he takes the lead role while Jamie Lee Curtis or Lori takes a back seat in this movie. Now, back to the kills, though. My favorite kill in the movie was when Little John got his eyes gouged out. That was Big John. That was Big John. My bad. I meant Big John getting his eyes gouged out. My second favorite kill was the car door kill. Yeah. This brings up my question. Which is? Is there any kill that you didn't like in the movie? Now, yes, there was. And it wasn't even to do with Michael. That's the shitty thing about this. It's the escaped sanatorium inmate. Like, bruh, the guy got killed for no reason. They chased him all through the hospital thinking it was Michael. And, like, no, it wasn't. Or fucking Tommy just sat there, had the whole mob chasing through the hospital, up multiple flights of stairs where we see Karen trying to protect him, telling people it's not Michael. And then Tommy finally sees, uh, what's her name, Karen saying it's not Michael and says it's they end up breaking the glass out of the or two sides and then he just jumps out a window like you guys literally killed a man i mean the fact is like yeah the effects of it look great you see his arms and bones snap you see his whole face is splattered as like brains and like entrails are literally scattered on the ground outside but like just to me it was uncalled for it didn't have to happen I can actually really understand that. I mean, the thud, as soon as he hit the ground, I mean, you heard him just freaking, like, go kerplat. Matt. He hit the ground. I mean, like, we also, I also had to throw in, I think the visuals, like, the blood, the lighting, the score to the movie, which was done by John Carpenter and his son, Cody, and, bruh, like, the score to the movie was amazing, the lighting, I just loved it, and, of course, there is a lot of blood in this movie, and, like, it ain't shy on the gore, either, that's also cool, it's, like, Rob Zombie-level gore, but, like, just not as over-the-top with the way he kills people. Mm-hmm. And I'll go in and say this, I mean, the kills were great, and now I have a piece of news here. Which is? According to the director of the movie, David Gordon Green, Collider.com confirmed it. Halloween Kills, when it gets released on Blu-ray, 
will have an extended cut with the new ending. And that leads to my question. With the announcement of a Blu-ray release with a new ending, what do you think the new ending might be? Honestly, okay, guys, here uh, we're going to have a big spoiler warning here for the ending of the film. But, of course, if you guys are listening this far, you probably want to hear it. Uh, the ending of the film happened to end with Michael getting nearly uh, completely killed off by the Haddonfield mob. And, uh, yeah, they beat him. They stab him in the neck. They literally shoot him like four or five times. They all just start punching him. And then it just or like completely goes away. Uh, Karen goes into Meyer's house upstairs after seeing little kid Michael Myers in his clown costume upstairs. She goes upstairs, which I don't know what happened here, Austin, but literally Michael jolts to life, killing Sheriff Brackett, killing Tommy with a baseball bat to the face, literally slicing multiple throats and like killing the whole mob that nearly killed him. And then he goes in the house, his old house, upstairs in his sister's room and kills Karen. Now, I think it may show that Karen may actually not be dead now that I think about it. We don't know where he got or where he was starting to cut her at. Like, maybe she's just going to play dead. And like Officer Hawkins, he wasn't dead in 18 and we counted him as dead. I mean, who's to say Karen might not be dead herself? Right, I mean, exactly. And plus, even towards the end of the movie, you heard Lori say when you close when you close your eyes in Michael's house, you can feel his spirit. And that was the mistake Karen made. She closed her eyes, and then out of nowhere, boom, here comes Michael. And then a few seconds later, bam, Karen's dead. But this leads into a question I actually want to ask you. How did you feel about the ending with Michael actually seemingly being beat, only to come back to win? Only to come back to win. That is actually a great question. Um, like like Lori said, I mean, the more kills that Michael does, the more he transcends. The more he transcends, meaning yeah. he becomes more stronger. So what I'm thinking is, with the amount of kills that Michael did or he had in this movie, maybe his spirit was too strong for him to die, and that's why he came back to life killing the, the entire mob and then he killed Karen. Alright, and that actually leads into my second question actually since you ended it off with Karen. Uh, do you see Michael killing any more Strode woman or women before possibly dying himself and ends if he does? Um, I don't think so. I mean, I don't see it happening. I mean, Karen was just fine. Yeah. And back to what, and back to what I said earlier about the Blu-ray release with the new ending. In my opinion, it needs to keep this ending because it was actually a suitable ending. I agree. It sets up uh, Halloween ends perfectly. Like, I think we are going to start Halloween ends with Michael stabbing and uh, presumably killing Karen and then him looking out the window at the mob at the end. I think that's where the movie's going to pick up with Michael, like, walking out of his house or something. I mean, I think that's, like, a great way to start Halloween Ends. But do you see the franchise continuing after the conclusion if Michael actually wins at all and ends? Do I see the franchise continuing at all? If well, Michael wins in Halloween Ends. If Michael wins in Halloween Ends. Um, yeah. I'm going to say no. I really don't see the franchise, I mean, continuing after Halloween Ends. If Michael should win. Because let's be honest here for a minute. 
this franchise is one of the best franchises in horror movie history, but it's getting way too drawn out. I mean, I I agree to that. And this may be my biasness speaking, being it's my favorite franchise ever, but it's also you can say it's being drawn out, but also at the same time you can't because of the multiple timelines that you can watch them in. Like with it's not drawn out at all if it goes one eighteen kills. That's only three movies. Like I, I guess depending on the way you watch them, it feels drawn out. But like as a total series, this is what, like the twelfth or thirteenth film? I think so. I mean, I also like the fact that we got to see Dr. Loomis first for the first time since Donald Pleasance actually died after the making of Halloween the Curse of Michael Myers. Yeah, I mean that's kind of crazy. Now this leads this actually is in comparison to this question. And yeah. we're gonna be talking Halloween ends here a little bit. Do you see, in your honest opinion, do you see Michael winning in Halloween ends or do you see Jamie winning in Halloween ends? Well, that kind of goes back to the question I asked you with, do you see him killing any more strode women or actually winning? Uh, I do see him uh, actually winning. I see him killing Lori and actually if he did kill Karen, that's great. But I do think if they do make a fourth one after and somehow I feel like maybe uh what's her name uh Allison is going to end up killing Michael or you know Michael's gonna kill Lori in this film but Allison's gonna kill Michael herself I agree and plus what I went back to earlier I should have been more specific this franchise isn't getting drawn out but at the same time though it's going on I mean, it's gone on for long enough. And like you said, as soon as Michael wins in Halloween ends, that should be the last film in the franchise. We I mean, don't the need like another sequel. I mean, the character's been here for 41 years. Exactly. And he's one of the most iconic characters. So what Honestly? Gonna... Wait, what were you going to say? My bad. Uh, what I was going to say is, after Halloween ends, once Michael wins it all, you end the franchise there. Just making him victorious. Just making him victorious. You know, guys, let's go ahead, Austin, and hop into our pros and cons here. Uh, you want to start off? Yeah, I'll start. The pros of the movie. I loved the returning characters, um, and I also loved how Tommy took the lead role and Lori took a back seat. The kills were amazing in this. Um, they were absolutely amazing, over the top. Very, very bloody, very gory. Um, as far as the cons is concerned, it's really hard for me to come up with cons because I really can't think of any. And I yeah. think the effects were actually really well done in this movie. And that ending, though, was just perfect. So it's really hard for me to come up with any cons for the film. You know, well, I'll go ahead and hop into mine because I have like three cons and a good bit of pros. The first pro being most kills ever in a Halloween movie. I mean, the movie is called Halloween Kills. You had to deliver on that, and they did. And my second pro being the kills were very brutal. They were entertaining as fuck to watch, in my opinion. Like seeing Big John getting stabbed underneath his uh, armpit, then getting his eyes squeezed. And then you see his eyeballs and like chunks of blood and guts like spilling out of his eyes. The visuals uh, were amazing and fun to look at being, as I said before, the lighting and blood. 
character development was actually entertaining for the new Andal characters coming back. So, like, we got to see more of their past, especially Lonnie, like, how he got the whole new scene in the beginning of Michael, like, walking up to him as a kid. Michael himself was a pro. Like, I don't even got to speak on that. Watch the movie for yourself. Haddonfield itself feels like an entire character. I love the whole mob scene. And seeing Dr. Loomis CGI'd in rather well with new voice quotes. The only cons I have for the movie, though, is maybe the ending felt a little rushed with the jumping from Michael killing the mob to killing Karen, like, near instantly. The whole story with people thinking Michael was the other sanatorium inmate, like, that, they just really fucked that guy over for no reason. Lori talked a lot about killing Michael in the trailer just to not end up doing anything to him in the movie. Like, there were some scenes even cut out in the movie where she's like, I want to rip off his mask and see the life leave his eyes. Like, that wasn't even in the movie. But, uh, yeah, is there anything else you want to add to this review? Um, I really can't think of anything, so let's go ahead and jump into our rating. You know what? I actually have two last things. I want to say this movie was filmed actually in one month. From September to November. Actually, that's two months. September, October, November of 2019 had to be pushed back due to Corona. And it was actually filmed in Wilmington, North Carolina. So, yeah, guys, uh, we'll go ahead and jump to our overall ratings here. Austin, you can start this out. Okay, I'm actually going to break this down. I'm going to break it down into three ratings. All right. I'm going to break it down into the kills, the... What is it? The characters and the story. Okay. I'm going to start with the kills. 10 out of 10. Easily. No, I'm sorry. I'm going to go off the rating scale here for a minute. I'm going to go 12 out of 10. Exactly. Exactly. They were great. The characters, I'm going to go off the scale again. I'm going to go 11 out of 10 because they felt they had meaning. Yeah. And what I say the third one was... Uh, you said story. The story was perfect. It felt good. So I'm going to go with the 9 out of 10 for the story. Overall, the movie itself, for me, in my honest opinion, gets the fullest 10 out of 10 I can give it. Now, for me, I'm going to go with the same one. Story, kills, and characters here. And to me... I will sound a little biased because this is my favorite fr- film franchise ever, but like I'm going to be giving it more of a fair review here from somebody who's watched every film like a hundred times over and is watching this film again tonight after this. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and give the characters an 8 out of 10. No, I take that back. A 7.5 out of 10 just because of Tommy. Like, yeah, he was badass, but he, like I said in the, or earlier in the video, he was a little annoying. Uh, then you got, like, oh, what is it? The characters we talked about story. The story, I thought it was actually well talked out. Like, you know, it was perfectly executed. It felt like, it felt modern. It felt like it was actually in today's era. And I loved that. So I'm going to go ahead and give that a 9 out of 10. And overall, the kills, like you said, 12 out of 10 easily. My favorite kills out of the franchise, definitely. So overall, I'm going to have to give this movie a 9 out of 10. 
if you want to take it to the lowest, maybe an 8.5 out of 10. So 8.5 or a 9 out of 10. But yeah, guys, I think that's going to do it for this video. Austin, is there anything you want to plug in? Yes. If you guys, or I'm going to plug in three things here. Okay. First thing, if you guys have not seen this movie yet, go out to your local theater or get Peacock and watch this movie. For free. For free on Peacock. Just make an account. Yeah. Secondly, if you guys seen the movie, let us know in the comments below. Did you love it? Did you hate it? What would you rate it? Let us know in the comments section down below. And if you missed the previous episode of Horror After Dark, click that link in the description box below. Check it out. We are on a roll with new episodes. We got a lot of new stuff coming for you guys. And I just want to quickly thank everybody who's been subscribing recently. I mean, only four videos in and literally already 20 of you subscribed. I mean, like, it may not seem like a lot to people, but to me and Austin, like, the support for this channel has been crazy. Like, we've only ran this channel for, like, actually three days. You can see three months before with the channel trailer, but we didn't really take it serious then. We've just recently started. So, like, three days and we've already got 20 of you subscribed. So, thank you to everybody. As I said, make sure you hit that subscribe button, the bell for post notifications. Yep. I one love more you. thing, though. All right. One more thing before we go. Um, like Joe said, we thank you guys so much for all the support that you guys have shown us on this channel we greatly appreciate it and thank god you stopped me there because i just want to say for the next two days we're not going to be dropping a video next video will be tuesday with uh chucky tv series episode two so make sure you tune in for that uh, we love you austin loves you i love you peace out to the next time